Welcome, folks. Coming your way, February 13th, 2024, the day before Valentine's Day. I hope you all have your uh, random items ready. Um, so yeah, pre-Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, you better. Um, Pre-Valentine's Day episode, season six, episode two. Uh, can you believe we've made it? Do Corey? You know, I can't believe it. No? I'll never believe that. Man, well, it's hard to believe. I I, I can believe that you can't believe it, because I can't believe it either. That's so, unbelievable. We made it. We made it this far. We have the the audio to prove it. We have the random episodes to prove it. We have the the six seasons, a total of six seasons. As we mentioned before, these are our most important seasons, seasons six through nine. So everybody better be tuning in, our loyal loyal podcast followers. This is going to be the best uh, best three seasons ever. And then uh, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, any stuff? Um, hundred and thirty-seven new categorized emails. Dang. So yeah, it's pretty good. good. I'd say. Any I do got like to open this one about updating their account inactivity policy. Still. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll get to that soon. Anyway, we had yeah. new followers well, we have... on Facebook though. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, Dan Freddy. That's positive. Legendary uh, hurdler at uh, Bemidji State University, Dan Freddy. He accepted our friend request. Oh, nice. I didn't even realize we were sending out friend requests. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are firing them out. Whoever's whoever's the uh, Facebook social media manager is, is on the ball then. That's right. Dang, that's great. I love it. Um, we don't have any new followers on X, but we're nearing double digits. So we just need two more and we'll have double digit followers on X. All right. That's a challenge. Yeah. That's a challenge to all you folks out there. Create a fake account and just add us. Yeah. That's the, that's the way to do it nowadays. Um, I think, uh, Elon Musk loves those fake accounts because it boosts his numbers and, his rapidly declining company value for X needs some sort of kick in the butt. So hopefully we can do that by creating fake accounts. Yeah. If there's one thing that I want this podcast to do, it's to increase Elon Musk's wealth. Yeah. I'm sort of appalled that he didn't get his, uh, he wasn't able to do that stock sell off of 55 billion or whatever. They didn't let him do that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, He's probably hurting right now. Yeah, probably. Poor guy. You have to renegotiate that for like 50, 50 billion instead of fifty-five billion. <laughs> Something that's gonna whatever that is. The bottom line is gonna hurt. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, this week's we're uh, our sponsor. This week is Doctor Squatch Soap. I don't know if you've heard of that, Corey, but they're reached out to our uh, folks and and said hey we've we've heard about your podcast we love it and we'd like to uh jump on board the the advertising train so we got a uh, dr squatch soap it's natural soap for men 
guaranteed to leave you smelling fresh, earthy, fruity. Doesn't really matter what. Uh, you just know that you'll smell good. Right. But don't don't take that from me. I mean, take it from your your shower after you lather yourself up with uh maybe like a grapefruit grapefruit IPA scent. It smells like grapefruit soda. Who doesn't love that smell? You love that smell? I love that smell. But if you don't, if you're not satisfied with that, take our our bay rum smell, which is like a cinnamon and a, a fruity stick of gum. Uh, we, I mean, they, they have a wide variety of soap options. They also sell deodorants, cologne, candles, all have amazing scents. So next time you're out and about, take a look at the Dr. Squatch products and uh, make sure you uh, partake in some of those. That's just what the doctor ordered. So if you're hurt in any way, do Dr. Squatch as well. It'll make you smell better and it's doctor approved. So uh, that's our that's our latest sponsor. I mean, we can add that to the long list of sponsors. Our first primary sponsor, Saucony. They're still a big part of the game. Um, I think we have, we've had DraftKings, possibly FanDuel, now Doctor uh, Doctor Squatch. So oh, hey, and we might have uh, we might have Run Gum in the near future. I have. Oh yeah, yeah, Run Gum. Run Gum's making a hard play at us. We're still still negotiating that one, but. But we'll definitely uh, add them to the the advertising lineup, sponsorship lineup, if uh, if we can make a deal happen. Yeah, definitely stay stay tuned for that. Yeah, for sure, no doubt about that. Uh, some some sad news in the running world. I mean, a few days ago, Kelvin Kiptum, the uh, world record holder for the uh, marathon, passed away. I guess uh, him and his coach or in a interview a car accident and passed away um i think it was in in kenya right in the high, yeah. in the highlands of kenya right i mean that's that's the area where every sort of elite african runner trains i believe so probably not the safest as far as driving around but obviously the ideal place to train did you uh did you hear anything else about that? Uh any any insight into that? I didn't I didn't read too much on it other than I just saw the the headlines. Yeah, just uh super sad. 24 years old and it seems like that every now and then there's a story about a a elite Kenyan marathoner like that. It seems like it's really dangerous to drive there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just I mean this is a but the biggest name you can get in the the marathoning world, so it's really quite sad. Um, but yeah, just like yeah, a, what did he? But yeah, just like he set the record. Challenge. Like he started out his like his first marathon ever was like two hours and one minute or something crazy. Oh wow! Like, wow! Like I mean, it was inevitable that the two hour marathon was going to to. Uh, to to be broken uh yeah he kept, yeah you kept going but yeah this is a huge huge loss dang what uh what was the last marathon he ran uh was it was it chicago yeah was yeah it chicago yeah or boston two, right two hours and 35 seconds in chicago dang. last october so yeah okay wow 
Wow. Sheesh. Um, some people track, like some local Kenyans who sort of track the training runs, I guess, or track his sessions. His last two training runs were a, a 35 kilometer long run on, on Thursday before he passed away. And then, a, and then an 18.6 kilometer fartlek on uh, Saturday. Hmm. So, and then he followed the, the Saturday run. And I guess he wanted to take a bunch of pictures with his coaches and running partners, but he doesn't, he insisted on taking pictures with everybody after those training sessions, but he never, apparently he never really likes to really take pictures or anything like that. So that's sort of interesting that he wanted to do that right before he passed away. Yeah. I don't know. Sort of, sort of strange, but yeah, that's a unfortunate news. Sorry to bring you that. That's a total bummer. It would have been nice to see see him break that two minute barrier. Yeah, definitely. So moving on a little more positive news, we got uh, the Olympic trials, and I think there's a couple, a few New Mexico names who participated, or New Mexico connections who participated in that. Um, you have any insight into uh, those folks? Yeah, I just I came across the article with like the high schools that all of the all of the trials participants went to, and there was there was one guy who had gone to uh, Las Vegas High, just uh, just uh, an hour and a half, I guess, from Los Alamos here. Okay, Jackie yeah. Ornelas. I don't know that he. It spent much time in New Mexico since then, but but definitely okay. uh, a good connection there. And, nice. And what did and, what did he run? So he finished in two hours and twenty four minutes and eight seconds. So uh, quite a bit slower than his qualifying time, I guess. His marathon personal best was 216.05 and ran 2.24 on okay. the, the day yeah. of the race. But obviously tough conditions in Orlando. Um, like a, a 10 a.m. start in Orlando, I'm sure it was pretty sweltering. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough tough place to to do the trials in, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Even though, I mean... I guess late winter, early spring is probably somewhat reasonable, but still, still humid. Yeah, there there was a whole bunch of like hubbub when they first announced the trials because they wanted to start the race at noon or something. In okay. Like in the the dead of the sun. Nice. And I guess like all the athletes kind of revolted against that and, and they, they got it moved up a couple hours, but I'm sure it was still pretty yeah. miserable by the end of that. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, I guess they probably should have listened to the athletes a little more so and bumped it, bu- bumped it up as much as they wanted. Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. Um, second, second sort of New Mexico tie was uh, a woman by the name of Sophie Schunk. Yeah, like uh, legit New Mexico ties here. Yeah. Uh, grew up in Albuquerque, La Cueva High School graduate, and um, actually works at the Sandia National Laboratory in Albuquerque currently. 
So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, she got into the trials by uh, her qualifying was a 2023 California International Marathon race qualifying time of 2:36:33. So that's that's great. Um, that's her mar- marathon personal best as well. Like you mentioned, she's an engineer at Sandia National Labs. Would love that. Um, this is her first trials qualification. She's tried to qualify two times, so that's mm. pretty cool. Um, yeah. She played soccer at Marquette University. So nice uh, sort of dual sport, multi-sport athlete. Um, she seems to just be a super active, come from a super active family. Um, her sister, her dad, uh, everybody. So that's that's nice. Oh, I, some interesting news tied to her. So she, she's the third ever type one diabetic to qualify for the Olympic trials. Yeah. While while working a full time job. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Nice. Well, congrats to the both of them. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's always great to have the that local uh, local flavor when we're looking at running news. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you did anything other anything else catch the catch your eye out of the Olympic trials? Like any any uh, big names uh, not not make it through? Um. Well, I think probably saw the end of Galen Rupp's uh, run at the top of the the. American distance running charts. He he uh, faded towards the end of the race, and I don't even know where he finished. He's not even on the the top twenty five leaderboard here. So it seems like there's some new blood at the top. Connor Mance, Clayton Young, and Leonard Career were the top three for the for the men. Okay, nice, nice. What uh, what was the winning time on that one? Uh, winning time was two oh nine oh five, and second place was two oh nine oh six. So good race all the way Dang, through. Yeah, that's a tight race. That's that's a fun fun finish yeah. then. Yeah, and the uh, the difference between third and fourth was only five seconds. So uh, I don't know if the top three automatically go. There's some new rules and stuff, but at least to have an opportunity to go here, it was uh, quite a battle. Uh, yeah, race there. Yeah, that's great. The uh, luckily for the top the top three finishers, the uh, the U.S. Olympic team uh, folks decided to increase the uh, prize pool. So the prize pool was increased to a total of six hundred thousand dollars for the marathon trials. Uh, mm-hmm. Winner taking both men's and women's races take taking home a eighty k uh, check. Uh-uh chunk of change for the winners uh 65 for second and 55k for third so it's pretty nice i mean it's a it's a hundred twenty thousand dollar increase from the 2020 uh olympic marathon trial trials in atlanta um so yeah that's that is very cool yeah definitely. the uh then the prize money fourth through ninth it goes down so anybody anybody who Anybody who finished in the top 10 received some sort of prize money, which is pretty nice. So you got uh, 25 all the way, 10th place, 25,000 for fourth place, and then 10th place finisher received 7,000. So not bad for not bad for a couple hours of work. Yeah, definitely. 
Tenth place was Colin Benny. So nice, uh, nice payday for Colin. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Um, you 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 mentioned it earlier the start time of the the things. It looks like looks like they the coaches and the athletes pressure concerned about the heat. So yeah, they initially announced the race to start at noon, and they finally got them to start it at. Uh, 10 10 a.m. for the men and 10 20 a.m. for the women. Hmm. And there's right. some, apparently some sort of scrutiny for not announcing the prize money earlier. I don't know what difference that would have made. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're still you're still trying to run your best just to make it to the Olympics. It's yeah, not like, no doubt. Not like the prize money has any bearing on how you're gonna run your race. I don't. Yeah, think. I don't think that would have changed who showed up here. They're all like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, it says. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty big pool for this. Uh, two hundred twenty-five men and one hundred seventy-three seventy-three women qualified. Okay. Very nice. I did find Galen Rupp in finished Nice. Dang. Yeah, that's sort of a big fall off there. Yeah. Well, looking forward to the Paris, the France, Paris, France Olympics coming up this uh, summer. When is it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it is late July. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. Uh, should you be. Should, uh, if you're, if you 